Welcome back to our latest edition of College <laughs> Questions. I'm DJ. And I'm Tarshawn. And we are so thankful you guys are listening in. Today's episode, we are very excited. But first, yes. we have to give a shout out to our librarian. Come on. Jamie Sykes. Got to. <laughs> Got to. She's allowed us to, been gracious to let us host here. Uh, and we even have a guest with us today that just makes us so. Tarshawn, does that make you happy, man? Man, I get to see a guest out there, man. Shout out to Wes Acres. You know what I'm saying? That's my dog. So this is the plan. Every Thursday at 11 o'clock, if you want to come live and bring some coffee, I think there's actually coffee here available. So uh, we love to have you guys here. So appreciate so much. Also... Guess what's happening today, Char Char Show? We got that triple threat. Triple bro. threat? We doing triple it, threat man. number two? Yes, sir. All right. I'm excited. Who we got with us? You want me to introduce our guest? Hey, man. We we don't do that. You know, we got to let them do them, man. Oh, you're right. Okay, yeah. that is how the triple threat yeah, works. Yeah, that's okay. how it works. All right, so... Who we got with us? Well, you got you got to let them know. Please I gotta tell say the who people I am. exactly who you are, man. All right. Well, I'm Lucas Cox. Um, yeah. Give me some applause. Yeah. No. Um, man, born and raised here in Russellville and uh, been at this church for a long time. And I've uh, got a business here in town, financial planning. So um, we talked about some things yeah. that I'm excited I'm excited. Let's well, we, it, we appreciate Lucas, you coming on, and I'm excited about the question. And I think you know, even speaking of Jamie, you know, as we were framing this question last week, we we've done a podcast about money before, Tarshawn, but this yeah. one was we knew it would be a little different. And she helped us kind of get to the, where we landed, which is, hey, I got my first paycheck. Yeah, like what, what now? What now? And I think this is a great question. Um, obviously, um, you know. I mean, I was a part of a college ministry and we talked about some cool things. Money wasn't one of them. Right. Uh, I, I remember, you know, I, I made some pretty foolish decisions post-college. So I'm excited to hear what you have to say, Lucas. And uh, so what do you think, man? How, how do you, you know, there's the question. You know, I got my first paycheck and I think the context of that would be obviously in college, you've kind of got a sporadic income, right? Yeah. Maybe you work a part-time job. Maybe you're working a summer job. Maybe you work no job. Maybe you, you know, whatever. But but it's a little different, right? And then the money you make, in fairness, is probably going to help pay for school. Right. So there's very little. What do you call that when you got? What's what's it called? When Expendable the, income. Thank Come you. on, see that's see, why that's why, that's why you here. Here. So <laughs> expendable we income. We don't know. There's <laughs> there's very little expendable income as a college student. If you do have that, it is rare. And so uh, I think. You know, what happens when you take that, you're living in that world and you get out and you do get that first paycheck. And now all of a sudden you got, if you go from like zero expendable income to even a a, de- a little bit, yeah. it ends up being a lot. Yeah. And you have students who, in fairness, probably make some, and I was one of them. Right. Tarshawn, I made yeah, some me. bad decisions. Me too. And I'm still learning. And so I'm excited to learn from you today, my friend. So, uh, so where do you go with that, Lucas? Where do, where do you go? Right, I got my first paycheck. Uh, I graduated college. I got a job and God opened up a door up here in you know, Fort Smith or, or Little Rock or wherever. Uh, what do I do? Right, man. That's, that's a good, good question. It's a loaded question in a sense, because um, there's a lot to it. But I, I'll tell you, like, as I think, as I think about that and I think through, um, man, my, my journey, my life, um, and what I've learned, I've learned a couple different ways. I've learned through experience. And I've learned through, you know, just what you would say, education and book learning. Um, so, uh, I'm a certified financial planner. I just finished some stuff called certified kingdom advisor, mm-hmm. um, coursework. Um, so that should be, what's that about? Um, and it's, it's financial planning. So certified financial planner, what that, what that is, is, um, 
it is, man, it, it took me about two years to get through it's coursework and there's a seven hour exam after, but it, it covers everything financial related. Um, so insurance, huh. um, cash flow management, debt management, it covers um, estate tax planning, um, all that thing. So all that stuff. So think of it kind of as a, just an overview of all things finance, um, investment management's a piece of that. So, um, kind of what, what we do as financial planners is, um, not necessarily segment into any one area, but get an idea of everything and how does everything play together and how does everything, uh, create this holistic view of your finances in your life. So, um, and then, so that's certified financial planner. And then on top of that, I would say what CKA certified kingdom advisor is, is now that plus Bible. So it's, okay. it's biblical worldview. It's, it's finances through a biblical worldview through the lens of God. Like how does he want us to live with, with our money? Which I appreciate you saying that because I know it's sometimes easy when it comes to this discussion. I feel like for people to think there's these certain financial goals that they've got to go achieve. Right. I remember. So what's interesting part of my story is I graduated college. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't have a clue. And so I went home and got a job, you know, making decent money, living at home. I had hardly any expenses. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I didn't know what I wanted to do in my life. And so then I remember I got a an invitation to come here to First Baptist Church. It's kind of like a secretary slash intern. And the statement that my friend said that really got to me, he's like, hey, I don't know what God wants to do with you, but this is a great place to figure it out. And I knew I was at a place where I was trying to figure it out, Tarshawn. I was like, I I didn't know. So I came here, but I I was going to take a significant pay cut. Mm -hmm. And my dad's asking questions like, how are you going to pay for this? And how are you going to pay for that? And I'm like, I don't know. I just know I got to go figure it out. Right. Right. (laughs) And, And honestly, I trusted that God would provide. That's it. You know what the next door, the next opportunity guy gave me? I took a much significant pay cut, much more significant pay cut. And I guess I appreciate you saying that because I think that worldview does frame things. Like, mm-hmm. I don't regret those decisions. That was the opposite of what the world would say Absolutely. to do. Like, you can't be taking less money as right. you get older. It's like, actually, you can. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I appreciate that. And I think that's valuable to our discussion that that I think that does hold weight. So I'm going to bring my situation to you. Okay. And then... This is this is this is me now. Right. I'm fresh out of college, okay. right? Let yep. me tell you about myself. Yep, yep. So fresh out of college, or in college, uh, I worked a little. You know, I worked at the Boys and Girls Club, regular staff, had a little three-hour gig, um, and so that was how I made my money in school. Mm-hmm. Um, so. That money was gone by the time the next check came, just being honest. Right. Like I spent it, it was on whatever, what just bad money management and probably could have saved a little bit, but I was a college student. We we did what we do and then that was it. And then the next check came and I was like, I'm rich again, exactly. right? Like it's so, um graduating, then I walk into a bigger position, you know, with the club, which brings in more more income. Uh and I thought you would have thought I thought I got all the money in the world. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because that look the little check I had, it was crazy how much right. money, you know, difference and I didn't know what to do with it. Right. Right. And so um I just started doing what I did in college, just spending it and then when I get it, I get it, and when it's gone, it's gone. Right. Yeah. And so what what would you say? And I think that's kind of the person that we t- we're talking to is right. that that person that comes from 
working and grinding all day, going to school, getting out of school, then you're, you know, being a college student, you may go to the gym, you may go to work or whatever your, your college schedule may be. And then you come from doing that to being an adult. Right. Instantly. Right. What do you say to that person from graduating that day of graduation? Now it's like, okay, we got to get a job. We got to start figuring out some stuff, man. Right. Like, what do you say to that person? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that um, a lot of times it does come to you that come come on you that quickly. Um, where if you take a step back and and really what you need to be doing is is that year that you're graduating is yeah. thinking about those things. I think it all comes down to um, to finding your principles, finding okay. your finding what do you want, what do you believe about money. Um, I think Larry was on your podcast when I believe it was Larry that talked about it. But was mm-hmm. talking about not he goal, was. not setting goals necessarily, but talking about principles. And and I think about stewardship. I think about you know stewardship with not only money but time and all those things. But instead of thinking, hey, these are the things I want to accomplish with my money, it's, hey, I'm a biblical steward or I'm a good steward of these things, and a good steward does these other things. Um, and then thinking through those, that and so so you're allowing your conviction and your principles dictate um, what you do with your money versus, hey, what advertisement did I see last week? Right. You know, falling into the, that consumerism yep. trap of what the world is pushing. Because yep. you're going to listen to somebody. You're either going to listen to the world or you're going to listen to the principles that you've set or that you believe in. Um, That's good. Are there some of those principles that you would say, like for Tarshawn, yeah. He's like, all right, this is why. Like, mm-hmm. what what would some of your top principles be? Like, practically, what are your, some of your got? Yes. Um. So I mean, I like, think help it, them out on the practical bit. Tell yeah, me what are sure. my steps? Yeah, for sure. So like, um, I mean, the biblical principles principles that you would that you would say they would say there's there's uh, five of those. Um, I think five, four. Sorry, no, there is five. Uh, so spend less than you earn. It's very basic stuff. I mean, it's going to sound elementary in a sense or like, yeah, I should, I should know that. But, but no, that's fair. Right. Because to, in fairness, you know, how I said I was working that job. I think I spent all that money. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you what I spent. Oh, on. I know I did. I it's spent so stupid. All my check. My check was gone before the next one. When I was working at that club, regular three hour gig. So yeah. as soon as I got to the next check, it was like, I was yeah. tapped out. So bro, in like fairness, so. in fairness, and, that principle I wasn't applying and yeah. I suffered for yeah, yeah, it later. Yeah, for sure. So no, I'm and, and so me spend, too, le- so. spend less, not what you were, spend, spend le- less I, than What I hear you say, that spend less. Tarshawn, we got to spend less than right. what we earn. And I'm going to tell you the crazy part is my dad, before I got that job, my dad, hold on, because I, I, I just cut you off. No, my, you're good. My dad would give me $50, would literally give me $50 and I would just, I would save that the right way. Right? Because that was all I had before I had the job. Yeah. So, like, I may go throw, like, $10 in my tank. I had a little little small 04 Nissan Sentra. It was there you cheap. Go. So, it was like, little $10, give me half a tank. You know what I'm saying? Back in the day. Yeah, and not so, now. Yeah, not now. No, 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 no. <laughs> Barely tapping on E. Anyway, but I would, uh, that $50 would stretch a long ways. Yep. And I, I'd go buy a pack of noodles, you know, get some noodles, yep. tough it out. Like, you know, then I got to the Boys and Girls Club. I thought I was. I go, man, we go to McDonald's every day. Like, you know, we go yep. to eat this every day. Like, yep. and then I'd be tapped out. So it was crazy so what $50 would if, do. Well, and that's what I'm, I'm hoping listeners are here. And you got two guys listening to you saying, we're confessing that we failed with principle number one already. <laughs> we like, oh, like we, I'm only scared. I don't oh, even know what he got. Make it three, man. Because I, I mean, so I've been in this industry for, for 10 years, 2011 wow. is when I started. Now I've transitioned from 
insurance focus to planning over the over the course of that time. But man, I've I've done the, mm. this stuff. I've lived this stuff. Mm. Like um, as far as spending more than you earn, falling into the trap of the consumerist commu- consumeristic lifestyle. You know, yeah. wanting something now that I can't necessarily afford. Right. right. Um, and you know, we figure it out and get out of that mm. situation. But but yeah, no, I've I've been there. I but, like it. Um, so spend less than you earn. Um, and, uh, avoid debt. Uh, build margin, so meaning save. I got another story about debt. Okay, all right. Here, go, here goes debt. All right. <laughs> so give it to okay, us. Okay, so Christmas came, right? Okay. I was broke, right? Like I had no money. My family, my dad, my mom, my sister, still expecting something for Christmas, right? <laughs> right. And so what do I do? I go get a credit card, right? TJ right. Maxx Rewards card. <laughs> Interest rate high in the sky, bro. Like it was just terrible, terrible. Now, now I know. Like I didn't know what to look right. for. Like so, I was just like, man, I'm gonna get this credit card. And what happened was, I went to TJ Maxx, and then the lady at the register was like, "You interested in signing up for a rewards card? Y'all know how they hit you." And I'm just like, "I think I will today." You know, like. And so I got the card, and it gave me like a five hundred dollar. I had a five hundred dollar. I went through TJ Maxx, got everything for the family, bought everything, just. And so it got time to pay that stuff back. You know, I started and I was on top of it. I was on top of it. Yeah. Well, I like I thought I had paid my last $50 and I didn't. And so <laughs> I stopped paying it. And so then like I ended up getting a call like from people, you know, those calls. Yeah. That come. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible situation. No, that's, anyway, yeah, that's so I good. paid it off. I paid it off and everything's good. But at the same time. That's debt. Like, that's the kind of stuff I put myself in. Yep. But it was because I, I had good intentions. You know sure. what I'm saying? But yeah. when you don't know what you're doing, like, you just. Yeah. And that's one question, Lucas. I, and then there, there's, the, okay, there's those moments. Right. And then, then what do you do with, like, so my last semester of, of college, um, I was, I had finished football and the coach gave me an opportunity to get a full ride the semester I was playing, but I had one more semester and I'm going to have to pay for that one. He gave me an option. I was like, well, I, I knew I was fully responsible. I was like, give me this semester and I'll pay for the next. So I had to take a loan for that. I had mm-hmm. to take mm-hmm. debt out for that, you know, and I don't know, we may want to get through the rest of the principles first, but at some point I would love to talk about what do you do? I don't know what the statistic is, but I'm sure the average student graduates with X amount of debt. Oh, yeah. It's usually like, it's probably rare for a student to graduate without debt. Right. Uh, and some of that is, is I don't know if warranted is the right word, but they, it's not crazy foolish. Like they're no. trying to get their education. Sure. So how do you handle that? And, and that might, maybe we talk about that later, but I would love to throw that out there because I know some of our listeners will have a student loan out there mm-hmm. and they're probably wondering, man, what do I do about that? And I'll, I'll hit that right now. Okay. Like, um, no, I, I forget what the statistic is. I mean, the, the average American like has... Ten to twelve thousand, I feel like in student debt, but that's that's including people that didn't even go to college. So, oh, wow. so then if you think about that, okay, the people that actually went to college, um, it's probably quite a bit higher than yeah. that. And then you think about the number of people that that didn't necessarily graduate college but wow. have student debt. I mean, it's it's crazy. So, yeah, um, it's one of those things that our economy is dealing. You know, we will deal with at some point as a, as a country and an economy uh, is student debt or student student debt. Um, but what do you do with it? Uh, you know, every situation is different, but I would certainly mm. say, you know, kill that debt as quick as possible because mm. debt's not sinful. Like it doesn't, the Bible doesn't say it's sinful to be de- in debt. It just mm. says the the debtor's slave to the lender. 
And that's true. You owe what you make to whoever lent you money. Mm. Um, and it's just saying, be wise, be careful. Um, because until you pay that off, the money you earn, it's not yours, it's theirs. And it, they just have a schedule for which you pay them back. Yeah. So get the, get rid of it as soon as you can. Well, I appreciate you bringing balance to that because I do know there are believers who will try to proclaim that it is sinful. They will get in the camp of like, you can't have any debt. And I'm like, I don't know mm-hmm. if that's like, yeah. that seems pretty extreme to me. So I appreciate you bringing some balance to that being like, you know what, that, but being wise and to the degree and, and how we're, are we asking the right questions prior to even taking money? Like what, you know, being wise about it, that's, and then, and then knocking it out as quick as you can. I got a funny story about that one, Tarsha. So we, I'm about to get married and I've got that student loan sitting there and I know if I pay it off, I got, I'm broke as a joke. I got $0 going into marriage and I felt like I needed to bring something to the table uh-oh. Financially, I mm-hmm. felt like I can't come into marriage with zero dollars. What you do? But my bride to be really, she would have rather, like her heart. She had this principle kind of instilled in her, so she had, she wanted to to be debt free. She would rather like money in the bank didn't mean anything to her. Like we got debt sitting there, and me, I'm like, I'm just gonna pe- keep paying my forty dollars. That's all it good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and to the point you're making, like she had wisdom <laughs> to be like, you you realize you're gonna pay a lot more money if you do it that way, and you can pay it now. And so I, I, you know, I w- listened to that wisdom. Was like, all right, I'm gonna have to do it. I had to bite the humility pill and be like, all right, here you go. I'm paying it off, and now I got what, nothing to bring to the table. The but freedom it, after that, it did feel. I will say, man, when I cl- when I click paid and it was done, there was a really cool feeling with like knowing that that's you done. didn't know that no more. Yeah, that I will say that felt really good because I, at at the core debt. I mean, I'm not. This is a blanket statement, and 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 there's caveats to this, but at the end of the day, debt can be a crutch that gets in the way of God's provision. Like, Oh, for sure. You, you are relying at some point on money rather than, than God. At, yeah, at for the, sure. At the core, well, that's why at, like some, some, some agencies, if, if people want to serve overseas, like you can only have, they do allow debt, but there is a limit and I'm sure it's different for different organizations. Mm-hmm. But if you have X amount, you have to get that down to a certain number before you clear right. to go. And that makes yeah. sense. I get it. Yeah, but but there are uses for it. I mean, yeah. again, it, it it's wisdom. It's it's thinking through it, and and it's not a. That's not a. Last time I checked, that wasn't in the Ten Commandments. I, I like it. Tell me about this number three, or yeah, number three principle: build margin. What help me? Well, what's that? Yeah, so it kind of goes along with spend less than you earn. Like, okay, well, if I spend less than I earn, then what do I do with that extra part? Right. So they kind of go hand in hand. You know, um, saving, building margin, building. Um, Safety, rather than relying on debt, you're relying on what you've set aside. So, um, yeah, so margin really meaning um, that gap between what is going out the door and what I'm sticking to the side for for other things. Okay. Yeah. Um, Got you. So for for things that you're not spending weekly dollars on or daily dollars on, you know, you you look at um, sinking funds or, you know, uh, just setting money to the side that you you know you're going to need tires on your car. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, true. And, I'm, I'm gonna need them soon. By yeah, the way, actually, so, I saw that. You know, setting money aside. Set, <laughs> that's crazy. Setting money aside, and, uh, and that's not cheap. No, no man, they're not. Um, but yeah. But if we know it's coming, I could budget that, and like I don't do yeah. that every year. So if I, yeah, I'm with you. So you break it down when you when you talk about savings, right? Yep. yep. The whole my whole concept on savings is throwing a certain amount of money just back, right? Mm-hmm. Like. How do you know how much to put back? Like, what do you, 
That's a good question. Like, I like that. I'm, I mean, I'm just thinking. I'm yeah. trying to think. Like, yep. what, what would I? What would I want yeah. if I had the chance to talk to you? Right. Because um, I wish I did at the beginning. Right. Like you know, this right. stuff I've went through that I wish I probably could have avoided. You know, if I had this, this situation. So what? How do I know how much money to put back? And yeah, that's that's the hard. That's a hard one in a sense that you can't really tell someone like this is the amount. Like it's not a hey, put back ten percent or put back fifteen percent. I mean, there's general rules of thumb that are general, like kind of like that. Um, and if you're talking about retirement, you know, it's it's different. So, um, you know, there's different things you're saving for. So it really depends on on your specific goals and what you're trying to to reach. And right. and um, I'm just talking about like a, you know, I got paid. Yeah. Throw this in my savings account. I don't need to mess with that. Like that's just gonna sit in the savings account. Yeah. Right? Well, so it goes back to to the plan. So, like to answer the original question, what do I do? Uh, I got yeah. my first paycheck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do I do? Uh, what do I do? Well, you at some point, if you haven't yet, right now, you need to sit down and do a cash flow budget. Okay. And that's not fun necessarily for a lot of people. Um, and you by gotta, cash flow, will you explain to our listeners what do you mean by that? Yeah, sure. Um, so cash flow, money comes in, money goes out. I mean, that's as simple as that. Like you got X so like, are you kind of saying like every dollar is accounted for, like yeah. you, you know exactly where your money's going. That's right. Like you got rent, you got all this car, right. you got the gas every month. Like yeah. you got an Excel sheet pretty much. Well, so you don't have to get that detailed. So there's, there's, okay. on, there's only five uses of money. All right. Okay. Um, right. So you got live, grow, owe, and give. That's, that's the only thing you can do. Live, with that. So grow, owe, and, give. and give. give. Yeah. So you're either going to live with it you're going to spend it, you're going to give it away, you're going to grow it, meaning save it, or you're going to owe it, and you're either going to owe it to taxes or you're going to owe it to a debt that you have to pay down. Wow. So, That's cool. Yeah, man. Um, Come on. I'm glad to hear. <laughs> <laughs> He's saving me right now. He don't even know it. This is cool, though. So, so yeah, you can ba- break it down to that. I mean, I like you're going gonna, gonna to know, know how much you owe. Yeah. Um, you're going to know how much you, you give. Right. You're going to know how much... Um, uh, oh, grow, give, yeah, and oh, the two O's. Um, so that leaves what you have to live on, right? So you can make it real simple. You you figure out how much you're making, or you're going to make. You figure out how much you are obligated to pay somewhere. Yeah, like a what, rent or the, those those must pays or mm-hmm. whatever. Okay, and that leaves that leaves you with an allowance for a better yeah sense of word. Like if you if you do those things, and then it leaves you with how much you have to spend. Wow. Now, to go back to your question, how much do you save? Well, now you're talking about, okay, well, we got to think through what our goals are. You know, what do I, what do I know that's going to come that I need to save for? What, what, when do I want to retire? And, and you just get in the ball game. It's not about figuring it out. It's about doing something and adjusting okay. um, down, as you get down the road. Because you don't know when you're going to retire. Yeah, you're not true. married. Right. You don't know when you're getting married. I mean, so you can't definitely know what you're doing, but if you're doing something, yeah, you, it's a lot easier to do something else later. I got mm. you. That's Damn. a good word. Did you say there were two O's? Yeah. I only got one. What's the, uh, I got, I got live, give, owe, grow. grow. And so you're owing to, the, so owing taxes and owing debt. Ah, okay. Yep. Uh, so, oh, that's, you go tax yeah, and debt. Yeah, okay. Yep. Gotcha. Man, that's crazy. Okay. Wow. I like that. All right. So that's build margin. And, uh, I like that. All right, we got two more principles. I'm ready. I'm I'm eager to hear them. Yeah, I kind of hit hit this one just a second. Okay. Uh, set long term goals. Okay. Wow. Um, you know that leads right into what you know what right. we were just talking about. But um, figure out what you want. Figure out what your finish lines are. 
Okay. Um, and I, I find that important working with with folks that are that are older that are gen, that are getting into retirement ages um, or are in retirement. Um, what do I do now? I I've got enough. You know, I can sustain myself. Right. Right? Um, but now you're talking. Now you start talking about legacies. Now you start talking about mm. um, if you set a finish line and you know where you want to get to. Yeah. Once you get there, it frees up everything else to, to mm. give away or, or do whatever you want to do with it. So mm. um, it really allows you to uh, to do things with your money that, that you wouldn't you wouldn't know that you could if you didn't set a finish line. You never know when you arrive if you don't have a finish line. I, got I, w- you. I would have loved to have someone to grab me by the shirt probably when I got out of college and was working that job, living at home. I had the most expendable income I may ever have in my life. Yeah, you right? You talked like, about like you would you were going through it. You could have saved it if you didn't know what you if someone would have said, Hey man, how about you set a long term goal? Yeah. I would have actually thought about I never thought about it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, bro. And I think the the discouraging part is and hopefully what our listeners can catch before they make the same mistake is it's sad when, when you don't when you're not strategic with your money, it just leaves and you don't even know where it went. Exactly. Like, money doesn't tend to just stick around and hang out in that bank account, right? Uh, <laughs> well, and it goes back to your $50. I mean, <laughs> if you got it, you're going to spend it Man. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to go out the door. And it's, it's like, as soon as you get down to that last five, you're just like, man, how did I get here? Like what, what happened to all that money, man? Like I, and then, and then the trap that people fall into is they know that one's coming next it's, week. Exactly. So, so I can get, mm. we read, it's, it's Thursday. I mm. get paid Friday. Yep. I'm going to yep. let this go. Yep. Now you broke and you're doing it all over again. And right? until that check doesn't come next week. And then yeah. that's when you're really in yeah. trouble. Yeah. All right. What's number five? Man, number five, um, give generously. Um, you know, giving gives a lot of freedom. Giving breaks that power of money that you have over, um, or that power of, that money has over you mm. by giving allows you to understand like this isn't mine anyway. Mm. Um, there's a verse it's uh first Chronicles 29 11 and 12. And, and it says God owns it all. I mean, it's all God's. Mm. Um, and I think that's, that's where um, it's really hard to, for me now, what I see is it's really hard to separate finances from God. Um, first of all, because he, he owns it. And I think a lot of times what we see is, even people that give, even people that give 10% to the church, um, a lot of times is the mentality there is I gave 10%, 10%'s God's, 90%'s mine. Mm, gotcha. Right? So, mm. but if you change that and you flip that, hey, 100% is God's, every financial decision has a, is a spiritual mm. decision and it has a temporal uh, consequence and an eternal consequence. Mm. You're either using that for the purpose in which God has, has, intended that money for and to his will, mm. um, or, or you're not. And if you're not, then you would have to say that that's counter to God. And I'm wow. not saying that you have to give it all away. I'm not saying that, wow. that you can't go on a vacation. I mean, all those things are yeah, biblical yeah, and no, there's room yeah, for all there's, those, yeah. there's seasons for everything, that's, right? Yeah. I'm so, with you, man. so I think if you can change the way you view money and whose it is for me, that was big time. Wow. Yeah. I like that, man. That's good. Man, bro. Yep. I'm just thinking about my life. Like, yeah. like I can't, I can't even, yeah. Cause when, it's, it's so many students and I believe, cause one thing I'm, I'm huge on is generational wealth. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm, I really want to create something for my children, mm-hmm. something that they can have, something yeah. they can hang their hat on that's and good. say, dad, dad left us with something. Mm. Um, and that's something that I believe my father's doing. Um, 
and he didn't nobody did that for him so he's mm. breaking the whole he's cycle starting, yeah he's starting mm. you know and so awesome. here i am and and i want to do the same thing and there's i mean when he leaves me with i'm i don't even want to touch that i yep. want to just yeah yep. give that that's and right. add that's mine for, onto right. it so mm. yep. uh it's generational web so i um that's this conversation is a conversation i wish i'd have had not only in college not only when I graduated, but before, mm. like preparing me through, That's right. you Helping know, you. in college. Uh, I don't think that conversation happens a lot with college students while they're in school because they're also in that in that that process of learning. When we in school, mm. we were we yeah. were going to school yeah. like, you know, you're learning. Yeah. And so I nobody taught. I mean, unless you went to school for that, like you probably got a little bit of that conversation. But yeah. I, I didn't get any of that. No. You know mm. what I'm saying? So. I wish I could have, there was a course or, and probably if there was a course, I probably wouldn't have paid attention right. that well. Like yeah. in school, I'm just trying to get out of, yeah. out of class, yeah. but I don't know. I just wish it was something else, maybe a church or maybe, you know what I'm saying? Wherever I was at, uh, in my free time, they'd be like, man, let's, let's talk finances. Y'all know yeah. y'all don't want to hear about yeah. this, but it'll, it'll go a long way in the long run. There's a proverb, uh, Proverbs 3, 9 and 10. That's a verse I memorized a while back and I like it because it starts out and it says, honor the Lord with your wealth. And I've always kind of in my brain been like, wealth is not a number. It's yeah. it's what God's given you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. to your point, Lucas, it's, you know, yeah, it, even, you know, you, you know, the statistic about, I don't know what the percentage of, of people that tithe at any given church, but it's a small percentage of people, right? I wonder how much that would increase if people took on that same perspective of, you know what? None of this is really mine. Mm-hmm. This is the wealth that God has, for whatever reason, this is the, what he's, the gift he's given me, how I'm utilizing it. And this is the income I'm receiving. Mm-hmm. It's all his. God, how do I honor you with it? Absolutely. What, what, how can I do that? And then all of a sudden it's like, all right, tithe. Yeah, that's easy. Okay, so there's 10%. Wow, here's 90 more. What, what do I do with this, Lord? Yeah. And it gets fun, man. I will say I'm thankful for some of the principles. I didn't know it like this, but I feel I'm thankful for guys like you. And my, you, know, you and I have had a sit-down conversation where you asked me some tough questions about speaking of legacy, it's like, you know, Lucas came to me one day, he's like, Hey, let's meet up and talk about, uh, I don't know how you asked me, but essentially like you were talking insurance, but it was like, it was life insurance, but it was like, okay, if I die, which I will die, but, but let's say if I die sooner than I, you know, would want to go. Okay. You know, what is my family going to need? Like, do they have, you know, cause you speak legacy, let there's one side of it. If I'm around living to do some of those things, but if I'm not around, right. You know, there's some things that that can help set them up, even if I'm not here, right? To be to have that legacy, right? And I appreciate him asking me, helping me walk through that, because I had, you know, and then I got another friend who was asking me about investment stuff for future stuff, and it turns out my wife and I were saving a lot for the kid. We have four children. We were actually foolishly saving more for them mm-hmm. than we were for that, ourselves. That happens and, a lot. And he asked a fair question. He's like, "Hey, I love that y'all are doing this, but." I'm going to challenge y'all. I think y'all need to take a little away from them. And, you know, you guys, <laughs> what, what are you going to do? Right. Are they going to grow up and get in? And, and he, having those people in your life that can ask you and walk you through those things, I'm thankful for you and for other people who've helped me mm-hmm. because we need that. Right. I, I didn't know that at 20 and even 25. Mm-hmm. And so, man, these are awesome principles. Yeah. Wh- which of these do you feel like is the hardest for people to, to accept or to live? Or is there one of those five that you think, man, this one is the one that I see people making the biggest mistake with? Um, man, I think I think it's build margin. 
I think it's really easy to spend what you earn. Okay. Like true. Um, like what you said earlier, it's not spend what you earn, but it's spend less than you earn. But I think mm. it's really easy to spend what you earn mm. and feel like you're doing it right mm. until it's too late mm. and, and realize that, Hey, I wasn't saving like I needed to. Now, you know, I've got to work into my seventies or eighties. Mm. Um, maybe you're not in a position, um, which there's nothing wrong with working in your seventies and eighties. If that's where God wants you, Yeah, but you don't want to have made but decisions nice along the way. Freely, yeah. Yeah, that, that right. keeps you from doing what God wants you to do. That's right. Um, because I don't think when you retire, you're not retiring away from something. You're retiring to something. Like right. you're, you're, you're going to something that something else that God wants you to do. That's right. Um, yeah, bro, it's so good. So oh, yeah, it's 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 all about it's all about that. So I think building margin. Okay, is probably it. I see. You know, uh, you just see it all 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 over everywhere. Is, is so when I'm making that cash flow budget. Mm-hmm. I, you tell me if this is right or wrong, and I need to build margin, and that's the thing people are, are struggle with most. Is it fair to say that when I work that budget, which I'm gonna have, uh, you got to be a willing to do that, and then b when I look at it, I should have something left over. Like if there's not something left over, we got a problem, right? I mean, potentially. Like right. now, now there are seasons. Like there are seasons where it is what it is, mm-hmm. and there's no room. Case in point, when I took the, just like it is what it is, mm-hmm. and that ain't, that ain't a problem. You do what God's called sure. you to do, and that's fine. But in seasons where it is there, is that part of the evaluation? Like how how do you go from okay, I got no margin to man, I need to create that space. I need to create some margin. Is you know, yeah. Is, is there, you know. I mean that's 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 where you start identifying areas where where you're overspending. I mean, okay. um, you know, maybe you're eating out too much, or maybe you're you're, I don't know, whatever you want to go to the movies too much. Um, you know, maybe it's that. Maybe it's a, a new car that you've got a six hundred dollar payment on that you don't need that new car because you can get a car that you spent five thousand dollars on that gets you from point A to point B. Um, yep. You know, that's six hundred dollars right there. Um, yep. you know, so I think that consumerism trap, nothing wrong with having nice things. I'm not saying that at all, Yeah. but I, in, in due time. Yeah. I oh, think that's, that's an issue too. With like college students is you get out of school and you want all the, you things. Want the stuff that you never had. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I want a nice truck. And in fairness, if you're looking at it from a monthly budget standpoint, yeah. you could easily do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you could pull a lot right. of that off. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and like, and, oh, that's only that much a month? Yeah. And, now, and now you're looking at your account that you had like, you know, a couple bucks in it and I was bringing in, you know, some money in it. And like, you're like, yep. man, I can afford that. And the reality is you, like you said, you could afford it. You but could. You can but cash flow wisdom? it, but you can't afford it. Right. So like, there, that's a great wow. way to put it. Um, I you like can that. cash flow it, but you can't afford it. Wow. It's yeah. not something that, I like that you are owed. You, mm. You've not made anything yet. Um, you will right. if you save. Not to say you can't have those things. That's right. But in due time. That's right. Nobody I, told me that, man. Like, <laughs> that's good, man. Nobody told me that, and that's I wish good. somebody did. So, like, hey, somebody just did, though. That's yeah, the good news. No, that's the did. good news. Yeah, now you know. Did. It took, you know, hey, me. I mean, it's cool. If you he ain't talking to nobody else. He's talking to me, so it's, it's all good. No. That's <laughs> crazy. I mean, it, and here's the thing, too. It's like, this is stuff I'm figuring out myself. Like, I'm yeah. 32, I think, um, <laughs> two kids. Like, it, yeah. it's not like... I'm not coming from a position where I've arrived by any yeah. stretch. Like I've, I've realized, and you're, I'm, I'm going to, you're s- building these principles in your life. Absolutely. As we speak absolutely. Um, so I'm speaking more as a peer than a, 
you know, somebody that no, that's good. No, he's got it figured out. But right. you know, I th- I think something else I realized along the way, and I think a lot of people fall into this trap that are believers is is uh, you know the Bible also says you can't serve two masters, and I think a lot of people mm. unfortunately have been tricked into serve, trying to serve two masters, and I think that I was at a time a uh, a worshiper of money and a mm. follower of Jesus, oh, wow. trying to fall into his his teachings, mm. yet my comfort came from that balance in my bank account. Wow, um, that's good, and man. not from from his his well that's so good because you know i just did a marriage counseling session and we it was about finances and i'm not an expert by any means i I know some basic things like i'm learning a lot in this podcast but there's some principles i've learned a little way and some of those are from you and i'm thankful for that so i try to pass it on and i think it is freeing to tell a couple like it's interesting because on the sheet which is great i mean but it has like short-term goals long-term goals but i did say hey i would challenge you don't think of that as numbers Right. Because what because if you put a number there, let's say God starts stirring you guys to do whatever the IMB calls it when a couple goes together. I don't know Mm -hmm. what the name for that is now, but they got a a name for if a couple's curious, maybe they want to be missionaries. They can sign up and and go and do that. But if they have this goal and now they've let that rule their life, it's like, oh, but that doesn't is like you want to make sure we got a priority straight, Mm -hmm. which is why I love you saying principles are what needs to drive you. Because principles give you freedom to explore the very thing God's called you to and know that, you know what, maybe there's a season where I can't do some of this. Maybe yeah. there's less margin, but I don't not do what God's called me to just because, oh, well, like you, exactly. you work with what you got. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I love that. I think there's a lot. That's a that's a beautiful thing, man, that, that I think is a really important thing to communicate to people. Do you think. Do you think that. If. If I if I bring if I bring a like to a marriage, I, I think this stuff changes. Like so, as a college student, we're we're standing as as a college student. Um, you find your significant other, mm-hmm. um, and I already don't know how to manage money. Do you think that being married makes you more like you learn how to, like as a man? Mm-hmm. Do you think you you kind of that? I don't know how to say it prepares you for finances. Like, do you think that makes you want to be more like, I don't know. I think it, I think it can. I don't think it should. Okay. Right. So like if I'm thinking through this, like I think anything you bring good, bad or ugly to a marriage is baggage, right? It's either good baggage or bad baggage. Mm -hmm. So like if you can come into a marriage with already wanting to do good financial things, then that's only going to benefit you. Will a the shock of okay now I have uh, someone else relying on me right. and mm. also maybe a, a child relying on me absolutely like that drives you right. forward you hope that's not what drives you like the reason why I would say mm. right. but I think it does I oh, mean yeah. I think I think it happens a lot right um, but that's not I would say that's not ideal I got you like don't wait I, I would say to somebody like don't wait for that get it figured out beforehand wow I like it. I like, man, you got a lot of notes over there. Is there, anything, sure is there, you, is there <sighs> anything else that when it comes to this topic that you feel like, man, I want to make sure that I communicate this to any, and you know, it can't be just be a student. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I feel like, and even in my journey, I wouldn't change anything about my journey, about taking those opportunities where I was making a lot less money. And, you know, so I started what people would say, I'll oh, start to, I'll never forget when I was in high school, I had a teacher say, have you had $10,000? 
and you invested at age 18, then buy like, I don't know, it was like 40 or something. Probably my, you'd have like, you know, million dollars, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that sounds pretty cool. Uh, so it turns out my grandparents sold a lot of land in Atlanta and every grandkid got $10,000. Well, there you mm. go. But <laughs> I needed a car. Yeah. So I spent 9,000 on a car, which I logged a lot of miles because my my college, my university was 10 hours away. You know, I'm from Georgia, just outside of Atlanta, went to Washita Baptist University, which is Arkadelphia. That's a 10 hour drive. Mm -hmm. I did some projects in uh, summer projects in Colorado. So I would drive from Georgia to Colorado. I did that twice. I mean, I I put some, so it was awesome. I mean, I look back on it. I was like, I wouldn't change that. Right. So my point is I did some things where I didn't really starting some of that margin that I may have had. I didn't, I didn't start some of that until my thirties mm-hmm. and that's okay. So, I mean, I, I would say that, you know, obviously if, if you're given the opportunity and I know a lot of students who right now have a great opportunity to do some things that I, you know, you, you follow God. And if he gives you that, if you're working the job, like I was, man, you got to be wise with it. Cause yeah. I don't think naturally we are. We just, <laughs> like you said, Tarshawn, we get that money. We're like, man, man. this is fun. Yeah. Money and, you gone. Know, it comes well, I mean, and goes. Yeah, absolutely. And just think about that example, like the, the $9,000 that you put in, you invested in a car. Yeah. Like, right? So, and that car got you to a job and to a different state and yeah. like created True. opportunities that you wouldn't have had. Like if you put yeah. that $10,000 in the stock market, like, yeah, would that $10,000 have been, grown? Maybe, been, but you wouldn't have a car. I'd yeah. still, who knows what I'd be doing? And I, that's why that, that you is might still cool. be walking to Colorado. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I probably wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here right now. Who knows? Yeah. So like I mean, part it, of that journey, you're right. Like that's a cool way to look at it, right? Because part of me is funny. I look back on that and be like, man, what would have happened? Right. right. But man, the journey that I was able to experience from having a reliable car, because that was my thing. Is like I need to get something reliable because yeah. I knew I lived far away from school and I knew I wanted to be able to go freely. And that car was a trooper. One time, I did get stuck on the interstate uh, going back to, to and this is back before cell phones, man. So I had a truck driver pull over. And he's like, hey, you need some help? I was like, dude, my car's broke down. So I, I hopped in with him. This is crazy, man. Like, you, you can't with a truck drive? You can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, ain't it? Back then, yeah. I hopped in with him, and he took me uh, over to, um, is it Bossier City? Louisiana had a, uh, there was a, a friend of mine there. Her dad was super awesome. He helped me out. Uh, he got me back to campus and then went and got me. And dude, it was a cool provision of God. But that was the one time that car let me down. But uh, but I told I didn't even think anything about it. I was like, "What am I gonna do? This guy seems nice." He's like, "Oh yeah, just lay down back there, take a nap if you want." I'm thinking, man. (laughs) So what's funny is I told an angel in the form of a truck driver. I did this, guys. I did. I didn't think anything about it. And (laughs) the first time I started telling somebody that, they're like, "You did what?" Yeah. I'm like, "Wait, was that not a smart thing to do?" But God looked after me. He But I couldn't call. What am I gonna do? Walk ten miles? Hop in with him. I mean, you know, it's a different world now. So, but back then, you know, yeah. Anyway, all that to say, it all worked out. So, man, Man, this has been awesome, bro. Is there anything else you'd want to share? Anything else? Man, I don't think so. It's encouraging. I mean, to to talk to y'all. I I agree with what you said, Tarshawn. Like, no one taught. No one's teaching this in in schools, and um, you have to go search it out on your own and. And there's people doing that, searching it out, but I, I think, I think it's definitely something that um, is needed. Mm. Um, and I think it's, it's. I mean, here's the deal. I mean, the the economy we're we're in after COVID, and and, and 
people have money, right. um, you can agree or disagree with the reason that they have it, but like they're getting money that they wouldn't have. And, and you'll, you'll see it's these prints. It's not money that gives you knowledge and, and good, I, in good ways to use it. Like people that are stuck in the rut of spending it incorrectly or wrong for wrong reasons are going to do that the same way with, with mm. the money that they receive. And, mm. and you just, you just want those principles to be shared with those people. Um, so, so they can do some things different and get out of ruts and get it and let, let, let it change your life. Right. Um, so man, I like it. That's awesome, man, bro. I appreciate you so much. And I, I want to roll back through these five. Tarshawn, you got anything else? Man, you go ahead. Run All right, five. so here, here's the five. Just so our listeners can be reminded, because hey, sometimes, anyway, I need to hear things more than once. <laughs> All right, spend less yeah. than you earn. Yeah. Number two, avoid debt. Number three, build margin. Number four, set long term goals. Number five, give generously. That's it. That, those were it, tough. That that's thank you. Like thank that's you. awesome. Yeah. Well, Lucas, I think it's really neat to see just, you know, how God's using you and how it's it's neat to see even as we pitch the idea, hey, man, how about, and, and to see your excitement to come on and want to share these things mm-hmm. because you know how much of a benefit it will be. I mean, we're all sitting here admitting that all three of us like needed these principles right. and, and we're all still trying to learn how right. to apply them to our life. I think that's very real and, and, and I appreciate that because it is, man. And then seasons change and you got to adjust here and there. But that's what I love about the principles. If, if you, if we've implemented the principles, then no matter what income, that wealth that yeah. God's given you, you're able to apply that yeah. and you're, you know, it's driving you. So I love that, man. I appreciate it. Man, It's fun. I, I enjoyed it. All right. Yeah, man. Well, I, thank you guys so much for listening in. Yes, sir. We ready to sign off, Tarshawn? Let's do it, man. All right. We ready? Ready? I'm ready this time. Right. <clears throat> Thanks again to a librarian, Jamie Sykes, hosting here in the library. It's been awesome. Arlo Harvey is our audio engineer. Arlo. Arlo sat in here with us today, guys, and he's he's working magic over here, so we're very grateful to him for serving uh, you guys in that way. Shout out to our guests. You guys said our guests. Who's it? We had oh, guests. We man, had guests. He came. He guess. stayed. He, he, he wasn't supposed to stay the whole time. He, he did, stayed he did the say he's gonna leave. So yeah. uh, once again, if you guys want to join us, eleven o'clock <laughs> Thursdays. Come on, we'd love to have you. Please uh, have some coffee and fellowship. We appreciate it. Until next time, we're encouraging you to stay connected to one another. Yes, sir. Connected to church. Yes. And most importantly, come on, connected to the God we love and serve. Yeah. God bless. Peace.